Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are you singing My Love Is Your Love? Yes. It's the best Whitney Houston song. I don't think that, but I do it's, love it. It's the best Whitney Houston song. Oh, I don't agree with you. Well, what would you say is the best Whitney Houston song? Oh my God, that's so hard. Yeah. I mean, probably her greatest love of all live performance that I uh, it's played no, for you. It's no. Uh, it is excellent. It's not as good as mine. It is great. It's about, it goes halftime for the first half and it's just like, yes. You can't pick live songs for a Whitney hey, Houston you have song. to pick a live song for Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston That's, was a live performer first and it's foremost. Cheating. It's, it's cheating. It's cheating. It's cheating because you, obviously the live versions of all the songs are better. If you listen to... The greatest love of all from the, I believe, the Arista 20th anniversary concert. She's singing her fucking face off and it's iconic and it's her best song. So period. But like that song, like best, like, like a song on record. It's on a record. But it's like on, on a live on album. <laughs> <laughs> studio album when she was at the studio and people around her holding her hand being like, yes, Whitney, that was good. I mean, I think it would. Uh, I need to. Think my about love it. is your love. Yes, no, thank that's you. not what I, I said. That I'm is gonna, not. I'm, you did I'm not correct. win. You are not correct. My love is your love. My I wouldn't say love. that. I would say maybe something off the preacher's wife. Excellent. Maybe something on the bodyguard. You've never soundtrack. even seen Beecher, Preacher's Life. I've oh, listened to the soundtrack. You've never even I've seen listened Preacher's to it a million, a million that times. That is not supporting Winnie. That is not supporting Penny. I. Uh, is Penny her character's name? Penny Marshall, the director. Oh, I don't know. My, one of my favorite directors. <laughs> I love. She's she's the one who did um, League of Their Own. League of Their um, Own, yes, which Rosie. you've also never seen. I think I saw a part of it on TV once. We need to sit down and watch it together. We I'd should watch like that. review it for Patreon when I run out of musicals and we start reviewing movies. That hey, <laughs> I would watch that. I'd rather watch that than listen to some of those musicals you make me listen to. Because my God, some of those are garbage. Get ready for Bye Bye Birdie. Get ready for Tony Braxton. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Two Gay Mats podcast. It is your favorite host, Matt Palmer. And your even more favorite host, Matt Steele. Uh, we are recording this at night, which is not what we usually do. No, we don't. Well, we, last week we uh, recorded at night. Did we? I think. I don't know. I think we did. I think that happened. Well, we're doing it tonight for a special reason. A, the Grammys were on and we watched it together because, yes. you know, that's part of the gig. Yes. <laughs> if you would like to watch our review of the Grammys, you can go to our YouTube channel. Yes. YouTube.com slash 2 They know where to find us. You never know. If they found the podcast. They've got Maybe they, did, they just found the podcast. Maybe this is their only way of listening to us. If you just found the podcast and weren't aware of our YouTube channel first, let us know because I'm curious as to know how that happened. I would love that. Yeah. I love That'd that. Be cool. Comment below. Comment below. Uh, we can also comment that yeah if i put it up on youtube which i will eventually okay, um yeah, like a month from now we'll see it's, it's, i'm busy you know that about that me. one person yelled at us whatever <laughs> they will get the fuck over it i will upload when i upload wow. um also i'm just coming back from a trip a lovely weekend trip for a friend's birthday and i went to big bear and it was great it's because you were you like now was it like a camping moment was it like a cabin moment it was a was cabin like a, moment was Come it like on. a heated cabin or was of it still course. like rough a little bit no 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 Ooh, i'm not impressed you should be impressed it was lovely and wonderful and there was snow and ice on the ground oh that is outside that's, right mm, that's hard it was yeah. hard um so all of most of the cabin mates i would say uh there were six of us and four of us went to ski i was in the two group that did not because like come on i feel like if i have not skied up until now the time it's is not bad. gonna happen for you it's like trying to uh become an olympic athlete yes or trying to learn a, a new language trying like, to learn ballet put all that duolingo you want in your ears it's not gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> the window has closed it's over and it's fine and so instead i stayed indoors um there were multiple dogs on the trip so i watched after a dog and made sure it went outside and used the restroom or whatever uh and i also uh brought my SNES Mini, SNES Classic Mini. Oh my God! And you played video games while you were at. Big of course. Bear. Oh my God! And Sarah wanted to get further in Donkey Kong Country, and I wanted to help her do that. So and Sarah so, was a non-skier. With no, her. she skied, but while I wasn't skiing, this guy Jesse and I we played Mario Kart. Oh, was Jesse cool? Yeah, Jesse was cool. He's okay. he, he and his boyfriend Curtis both very cool. It was lots of gay. It was like a bunch of gays and Sarah. <laughs> great. So sounds great. it was wonderful. Like a great my, time for Sarah. It was. I think she had fun. She loves the gays. She's like the Lady Gaga 
of her time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How was your weekend slash past week? My week was good. You know, I did some things. I saw, uh, I watched the two popes on the television. Oh, how was that? It was really good. Yeah? The performances were lovely. I like J- Jonathan Price and everything. Okay. Um, I don't think I've even heard that name in my life. Jonathan Price, he was in uh, the movie Evita. He mm. was in uh, Miss Saigon. He won a Tony Award for Miss Saigon for controversially like playing Asian, but like the, oh. it was the nineties, you know, um, okay. <laughs> um, uh, he won a Tony Award for that. So I, he's a very, very, very talented actor and his okay. performance was wonderful. Great. It's a very interesting movie. Mm. Very well shot. I thought the script was really cool. I, I don't know. I thought it was really fun. More importantly, when are you watching Cheer? I, at some point, I will watch Cheer. Can you watch it this week? I need to talk to you about it. All it's right, so fine. Well, great. when are you going to watch The Circle? That is the next thing on my, my to-do list. Okay, I will well, watch I'll it. watch The Circle. I almost watched Cheer um, because I, I hung out with uh, Matt Bridges and Fernando and Greg yes. and Rudy, and we um, were going through stuff to watch. Yes. And of course, you know, when you're sitting there with your friends and you're like, let's watch something on Netflix, and you end up not watching anything. You right. kind of just like, watch a bunch of trailers and like five minutes of a bunch of different series. <laughs> and you're like, oh, let's turn it off. So we like we were like so close to like watching Cheer. We saw uh, we were watching a show, uh, The Dairy Girls. I think I've never it's like heard of that. An I- a show about like these Irish teenagers, and it's really campy. It's so funny. Would I like it? <laughs> yes, okay. I think I think you kind of would. All right. Um, and 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 they started watching like five minutes of The Circle, and I was watching it with people who like you could tell weren't used to watching reality mm. television because they were just like, "We hate this. We hate this. Why are why? they? So, why are they so? Why are they so loud?" And it's That's, like, okay, calm oh my down. Goodness, come on, turn on your Bravo. You yeah. can understand. But no, it was a fun, fun, fun-filled week. I have to say. That's good. Yeah. Are you ready to hop into some news for idiots? Give me that news. That's, I'm an idiot. Give it to me. I know. The news is for me. I know. We really love the news. So, um, hate to start on a down note, but I feel like. I would be remiss if we didn't talk about this. Mm, so Kobe Bryant died yeah. in a plane in a helicopter crash yes. this morning. I was when we were on our way back from Big Bear. I was in the car. I was in the passenger seat, and Sarah was driving, and I was going through my phone, like just like looking at the news, and I just couldn't believe it because this is an athlete, and of course we're clearly not the biggest basketball fans of all time, yeah. but we have grown up in an era of like Kobe Bryant always being around, always being a thing. Oh, and your like, boyfriend's a basketball He's a basketball guy. person, and How also we're in LA, doing? and I feel like he's a big oh, LA yeah. Um, basketball player and athlete like I think he's huge for the city and so it just is it just was very shocking especially so devastating that they were on their way to their daughter's basketball I game know. then like a teammate was in the, the helicopter with them and the teammate's parent and like mm-hmm. also that little, that little girl she's 13 years old I like know. and the fact that she like wanted to play basketball like, right it seemed like she was like gonna like have a, a future in basketball yes. like like her dad and just it's you could just, tell they were so close it's I know. devastating it's absolutely devastating and like I you know, not to make this about that, but I know that some people are having a couple of misgivings about this because obviously when someone dies, we only remember the good and positive about them. But he was accused of rape at one point. So I just felt like I should say that. I don't I don't know much about the case. Again, I don't know much about Kobe I Bryant. Forget, I, I don't think he was found. We should have done our research. We really should have done our research. I mean, I just wanted to say, I think whether or not he was found guilty, the fact that someone said he did this and he definitely had to buy his wife a new ring. So he has admitted to some sort of wrongdoing in their Mm. marriage. Whatever. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. So there's... I just wanted to mention it because I feel like there are people out there who get triggered by the fact that everyone is celebrating someone who some view as a rapist. Mm. And so I understand this is a complex thing. But... At the end of the day, it's just so horrible because he had so many he had so many young kids and he was doing such good in the community, I feel like, mm-hmm. after he's retired. And whatever it, your feelings are, you are allowed to have those. Exactly, feelings. exactly. And I just don't want to discount anyone's feelings about this, but it is very shocking. Someone to, so young, 41 years old, who's like just been in the ether in our lives forever. And two kids. Four kids. I thought it was uh, the oh two, da- two kids also died. The yeah, daughter, yes, he the has and he had, the daughter's teammate. He had four kids. Yeah, or still had. I mean, he has three kids. Yes, yes. Uh, surviving. Um, so I just you know prayers out to all of the people that are involved, all friends and family of the deceased. It is very sad. It is very heartbreaking, and I think also just brings up you know people online talking about like this. Even though even if you were not connected to Kobe Bryant, you're kind of very at least me I'm like kind of invest in this story just because it does highlight the fragility of life and the fact that you can literally be here and be completely healthy and be fine and then tomorrow be mm-hmm. completely gone so everyone hug everyone you love very tightly because you never know what could happen that's like um, a thing and I, would t- and I came home and I was just like you will never get me in a helicopter and I know like, oh, I did the research and helicopters are still safer than cars and I, I was like well and by a fucking lot and I'm- that was the thing because I was thinking the same thing and I still probably won't get in a helicopter but you know it just Anything could happen. Like, 
Every, <gasps> honestly, every time I get in my car, I'm always just like, what if I crash my car? I like, never think, car- I think it every single time. And honestly, like, I kind of feel good after I think it because then I'm just like, oh, well, it's not going to happen now because I thought of it. It, <laughs> only, it only happens when you're not expecting it. I feel like the only times I can, cons- I consider like a violent death like this. I'm sorry that we've gone to a dark place. Yeah. But <laughs> it was when I'm on an airplane, even though of the, all the modes of transportation, the air, like I'm major airline airplane is the safest mm-hmm. um, but I always think like okay well I have Mariah Carey's outside saved on my Spotify so I'm gonna if we start going down that'll be you're just gonna hit play. I'm not like, even all right like a, not even like a, ooh, let me try to see if there's service on my phone to call my I mom mean- <laughs> <laughs> just, is my Spotify I, working I mean maybe I'm sure that would come up as well but like if we want you have to think of that final song and how long is the plane going down Ted? like it takes a short amount of time to crash well, I mean, <laughs> like you can't call your mom and listen outside you're I, not even gonna get to the bridge I mean I could I, I feel like I don't know we'll see what I can do but I feel like outside is gonna be a part of the story if it happens like this, which of course we hope it doesn't. Maybe the person next to you will be singing it out loud for you. They won't know outside. Maybe they will. You never know. If you're destined to die, then you're destined to have your final person sit next to you know the lyrics to outside. I'm just saying. And be able to do all the runs. The world is a scary place. You never know what could happen. Be kind to people you love. Surround yourself with people you love because you never know what could happen. And I wouldn't get in a helicopter, but again, you could die doing a lot of things. So good luck. Um, the Grammys tonight, we talked about a lot of things on the video, so make sure to watch that. A couple things we didn't talk about that we wanted to bring up here. Yes. Matt Steele had a performance he loved and we didn't get to mention. Rosalia. She was amazing. Rosa, out of all the like sort of dancey, there's a lot going on performances, yes. I would say she was... Oh, the best. 100%. Yes. Like, I felt like her staging was amazing. Her, yes. She was a great performer. Great singer. Great, great voice. Singer. I the wanted, song sounded good, even though I couldn't understand the lyrics. I know. I wanted to do an English crossover and not to be like a dumb listener who just needs to listen to someone singing in English, but I would love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but know? I thought she was really great. And here's where y'all put in like the info section of the Grammy video and, on YouTube. Right. Like, By the way, we love Rosalia. Right. I think there was one more performance uh, that I wanted to talk about and I don't remember. Who else performed that we didn't talk about? Oh, Lord. There were so many. There were so many. Aerosmith. You to talk about Aerosmith. Girl. Um, <laughs> um, oh, God. And it wasn't Jonas Brothers. No. Um, uh, Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton. was not that. Um, it's hard to root for Camila Cabello in a lot of situations. Oh, we didn't talk about we that in our YouTube video. First Man is far and away my favorite song on her new album. I think it is excellent. And I thought her performance vocally was very lovely. There were two things that kind of bugged me about it. The first was like she was kind of acting the song, which I always hate <laughs> when like, I don't know, I feel like she's also the kind of person that always is a little extra so her doing it just felt like just like sing the song from your soul you don't need to be like putting on a show this isn't like a well, fucking- I mean that's what mis- differentiates like pop music from musical theater right it's, it's more it's your it's everything's internal you don't need to add yes the, you don't need, you to, don't add need to add the specific acting moments for every single specific word which she was doing it's more of an ad you lean in with attitude not with this you know right and then of course and it's the thing is it's kind of very sweet but kind of like girl <laughs> the song is about her falling in love but you know still trying to basically trying to get her dad on board and being like you know you were the first man that ever loved me even though this man I'm with now like he's you know my guy I want you to feel comfortable with him or whatever and so by the end of the song she has walked all the way down those Grammy performance stairs and is just looking at her dad in the eye as he's crying his eyes out (laughs) and the camera's cutting to him like they were so ready for this and it just is like you know what it reminded me of the end of the notebook it's like the notebook ends and it's kind of like oh this is sad and they fast forward into the future Spoiler for the notebook if you haven't fucking seen it, but it fast forwards in the future and they like they have Alzheimer's or whatever, and it's just like you're a fucking asshole if you're not crying right now, and that it's like the it's like emotional manipulation. You don't like being forced to feel, and this is coming from a person who loves This Is Us. I feel like there is an emotional manipulation line, and I feel like you singing at your father while he's bawling is there. Here's the thing: I feel like it was an it would have been okay if it was another place like the mm. Grammys it's kind of if it was one of her concerts yes. and, and she was like okay we're gonna sing this song now here's videos of me and my dad when I was a baby and oh my dad's here right. bring him it's out like we're in like, the- if the show is about you yes. or like maybe if it was a concert for Father's Day or right. something like, oh, but, I still wouldn't know <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know but like the Grammys, the Grammys it's it- kind of like girl 
No one cares about like the, the, the dad here. Like, and and it, I mean, I'm sure he's a lovely man. Yes, but, I know. wish him all the best, but it it felt like it's a weird like, time to do it at the Grammys. The Grammys yes. is a weird place. to It do just it. felt very promotional. It's like look what Camila Cabello and like the the emotions that are going through in this song, and you can't get it from the lyrics and the melody that are very obvious. So let's put her dad bawling in it's, front of it's you. It's like putting a hat on a hat. Like the, the song is beautiful enough. It's a beautiful and emotional song. enough. Yes, you don't need to add to. Don't it. add. You to don't it. need to. You know. Um, but I think she did a fine job. She did like, do she a did fine a nice job. job. She did. I just and the yes. song is very good. I love it. I really do love that song. Uh, someone else that we did talk about a little bit in the video, but I just wanted to bring up again. Demi Lovato is back with a new single entitled "Anyone," mm-hmm. uh, which was written just a couple of days before she overdosed and almost passed away herself. Um, but the studio version is available on Spotify, iTunes now. I've listened to it. It's lovely. I, you know, am, am more of a skyscraper stand myself. If we're talking about her, you know. Um, big ballads, uh, but I think it's lovely and poignant and, you know, kind of crazy that she has this time capsule of this feeling right before she really mm-hmm. went over the edge with it, that it's just like, oh, God, like to hear sober, which she wrote when she first stopped being sober mm-hmm. um, and then hearing this and then knowing what happened directly afterwards. It's like it's like chilling. It's like, Ooh. yeah, I want the best for her and hope she's doing well and can't wait to hear what else she has in this album but it's just like yeah you think the whole album's gonna be like no I think it'll it'll have other types of songs on it but I also just I don't know it just is one of those things like um, I feel like eating disorders also just like I feel like addiction is just a lifelong battle you wage it's like you can have it under control and you can be sober and like on the straight and narrow but it's always you know a demon that would haunt you so that was always my thought whenever I um, would like when I started drinking was always like oh god I hope I never like love drinking so much that like I get addicted and then it's like because then I wouldn't be able to like drink anymore (laughs) (laughs) like I would watch intervention with my friends and be like oh I can't be like her (laughs) (laughs) I love one of the very like first weeks I was in LA and I met Matt Palmer one of the things he said to me was drinking is cool and you know it (laughs) like that was like his mantra I don't even remember saying that (laughs) but that was something you would say often back in like like the 2012. I mean, I, I remember feeling lives. that way because I also felt like Taylor Swift at the time would be on the, on like interviews being like, I just think drinks taste bad. And it's like fast forward to now and every bridge is like, I'm drunk. <laughs> I'm drunk in the back of the car. <laughs> so we all evolve. We all grow. I mean, hey, I still have not had a sip of alcohol in my life. You love saying that. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I just like you're. That's great. All of us non-drinkers out to be like we're you know gonna eventually drink one day and write great bridges. And I have never, <laughs> never, I've never drunk and I've never been drunk in the back of a car and I've never wrote and wrote a bridge. I period. I, a good one or a bad one. <laughs> I appreciate your journey and want you to go on whatever journey you want to go on. If you choose never to drink, I support you. If you choose to drink a little bit, I support you and whatever. I wish you all the best. You're sweet. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you uh, so much. You're the most supportive oh. friend I have. It's true. I'm the best friend you'll ever have. It's true. So, uh, and news for you. Uh-huh. Mean Girls. Yep. The musical. Yep. The movie. Yep. <laughs> Coming to theaters. Yeah. How do you feel? I I read it and I was just like, okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. It's just, it, and you know, people are like, oh, this is, what is this? This is crazy. And it's like, this has been done before. Like, that's like kind hairspray. of There was the original Hairspray in 1988, and then the musical came out in 2003, and then they made the movie in 2007 when the original movie was only 19 years old. Right. This Mean Girls movie will realistically come out like earliest 2022. Yeah. Which would make it the original Mean Girls movie 18 years old. The only difference really is like Hairspray was a massive, massive right. hit of a musical. Right. Because um, the original Hairspray movie also had a cult following and everything. But the Hairspray the musical was a huge, huge hit on Broadway. And Mean Girls is very much a hit on Broadway. It's mm-hmm. doing well. It's very successful. It's still running. Yeah. Um, but it's not like Hairspray. Right. It didn't like win Best Musical. I mean, like they did it with the producers also was a movie, then a musical, then a movie, the musical, even though that movie didn't do very well. The second movie didn't do very well. Same thing with The Little Shop of Horrors. Um, But like. But that movie did well, didn't it? That movie did very well. Yes. And so, but it's kind of just like, but all these musicals they were remaking the movie of like were very, very successful. Mean Girls. Also, it's kind of hard because. Of course, when the second Hairspray movie came out, Hairspray was only nine. The original Hairspray was only 19 years old. Mm. So it'll be the same age that Mean Girls was. But like there's a difference between a movie that came out in in 1988 and a movie that came out in 2004. Like Mean Girls is still because of social media and the Internet. You can watch scenes on YouTube and you can quote it in a tweet or whatever. Like 
it's still so very much in the ether that Mean Girls does not the original movie does not feel like it is 16 years old. Definitely it feels not. like it came out last year. Right. You know, so uh, it's very interesting. You tweeted a very good point that why not Legally Blonde? Why not Legally Blonde? And I realized yeah. Legally Blonde also was not a huge success on Broadway. Like it didn't last very long, did it? Uh, it lasted, I want to say, maybe two years max. Okay. Well, I just feel like that musical is so good. Like, I mean, And I feel like I maybe this is just in my little bubble of living with you and like knowing people like us, but I feel like it has gotten more and more acclaim and more oh, and more absolutely. appreciation. It's one of the most produced musicals of the new century. And I guess like, I, in and terms of regional theater, community theater. So schools. why aren't we making that? And I guess they are making an actual Legally Blonde 3 with Reese Witherspoon. So maybe after all of that, they'll go into that it. That sounds but right. I would love to see a film version of the musical for Legally Blonde because honestly I had never seen the movie of Legally Blonde before I heard the music. Listen to the show. The Reese Witherspoon movie? Never had seen it. Wow. I know. I, I watched the MTV version with you for the first yes. time too. Like you had never seen seen the MTV the recorded version no I think I had seen I don't remember if I'd seen it or not but I either way I definitely experienced the film like the movie after I experienced the show or at least the songs and when I saw the movie I was like I missed the songs (laughs) like (laughs) this is cute and fine and works but like the, so- Those I mean the songs. songs. Yeah. Legally Blonde, the musical is excellent. I will never forget because I, I was at the recording of And Here for Your Patron. You will know th- this in full detail if you mm. were to watch our Legally Blonde review. Yes. Um, I was there at the MTV taping when they recorded it for MTV. And, you know, they gave us uh, at uh, NYU a bunch of free tickets and everything. And I kind of went being like, oh, like I hear the show's cute. Right. Who knows? But. I went and it was one of the most fun I most fun times I've ever had in a theater. Well, I mean, where's it was the so much fun? Where's the change.org petition? Because I'm ready to sign it. Truly, start like, it. Be the I, one to start it, and then it'll go viral, and then you'll be better. famous. Yeah, I'm famous for getting legally blonde yeah. musical into theaters. You'll I be love executive it. producer. Hey, I'll take that. And hey, as someone who is an executive producer of a feature film, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to tell you it's hard. <laughs> It's okay. hard as hell. Good note. Well, yeah. you know, maybe maybe it'll happen for me. <laughs> um, so, speaking of music, mm-hmm. Lady Gaga mm-hmm. had a song leak on the yes. internet this past week. And I asked Matt Palmer, I was like, is this real? And Matt Palmer was like, don't know. I don't. It's, okay, the song is called Stupid Love. And... I think it is real because of she kind of responded to the fact that it leaked and that we're all listening to it and okay. has like a can y'all stop and like a stock image of like a person in like a thieving looking mask listening to their iPod, <laughs> <laughs> which is like pretty funny. That's really funny. Um, so that does make me think that it's recent. But you listen to the song and I like the song. I think it's fun. It's upbeat. It works. It's good. But it definitely sounds like Fashion of His Love from Born This Way in 2011. Like it's mm-hmm. definitely sounds like it was made eight to ten years ago. And I, I don't hate that because again, we know my feelings on Joanne. And I, if we're going like, would you rather new Gaga or old Gaga? I'd pick old Gaga every day of the week. But it does leave me wondering, is this really what her single is going to be? Or is this just an old leak that's out there and we're all just deeming it as the new single? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like we still don't know. Yeah. How did you feel about the song when I played it? Uh, the you? song's fun. You can yeah. dance to it. You can play it at the club. I I don't know. It's It didn't like thrill me or yeah. surprise me in any sort of way. Right. Um, so I hope it's not the new lead single right. of the new, whatever the new album is. Cause I, she can definitely do a lot more and right. something more interesting. Um, but yeah, the song is fun. Okay. Do you, I forgot. Did you say, did you prefer it to perfect illusion yes. or okay? Uh, I think perfect illusion. There if, was a time where you love, you were into perfect. Illusion. I think perfect illusion. If it had better production could be excellent. Like I feel like song structure wise, it's probably stronger than stupid love, but mm-hmm. I feel like the production on perfect illusion is just so like, messy and straight guy that it's just like this isn't this mm-hmm. isn't right so okay. I think it, that more it more even though Perfect Illusion may be a better song on paper I think Stupid Love gets more things right okay it, that is my opinion fair uh, um do you care about this people were upset as an actor uh Ewan McGregor and Chris Messina say their Birds of Prey villains are probably gay I mean I tweeted something funny about it but like <laughs> uh I mean, it is kind of annoying just like now people being like, oh, they made this character's probably might be gay. It really feels gay. like these Marvel movies are really trying anything to get the gays in the theater. It's like you see that guy in the background in like the third 30 seconds in. Yeah. He's gay. He's gay. <laughs> His like, character's what? gay. Yeah. Like I, unless it's explicitly a part of the story of the movie, like 
don't don't yeah, give me unless this. like his boyfriend pops up. Right. They don't even have to kiss. Just like if his boyfriend oh, there's pops my up boyfriend. And, and they talk to each other as boyfriends. Right. <laughs> like not then just sure. like oh we're holding a hand in the background. Right. Like th- we are conversing as human beings. And like I love you. And sometimes we do it. <laughs> like <laughs> it's just I feel like it's just so cheap. It's like Marvel. You already have all the money. You don't need the 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 pink dollar as well. You don't need the gays to watch your <laughs> shit. And don't yeah don't don't do this. Don't like be like oh you guys you know you I, I know well, it's all not you Marvel. Gays. It's that it was them that said it. I know, like, but like Mar- but Marvel's done that. Directors have done of that. course. Like yeah. they just want and it's just like Chris Messina and Ewan McGregor. Don't use your like attractiveness against us. Yeah, because we will eat it up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, I mean, someone's writing a fanfic right now about you two hooking up, but it's not going to be me. Okay. Yeah. No, we'll picture in our head for five seconds and then move on with I'm our lives. And then move on. We're going to move on. Um. So Taylor Swift, new film. Yes, it's coming. It's coming on Thursday. I didn't realize and it was coming And a new song. So didn't know that. Yeah, there's a new song. That Ooh. is, I think, about her political awakening. From what I hear from the reviews from Sundance, a lot of the movie centers around her, you know, political awakening and the fact, like, all that went into that uh, Instagram post where she tweets or Instagrammed about, like, the... Well, who was running that she was against? Someone in Tennessee was yeah. running for the Republican seat. And using a, like, a woman. A uh, woman. Marsha? Uh, Marsha, some Marsha girl. And uh, she was uh, Instagramming her support for her opponent because she's like, this is not the values that I support. Basically coming out as a Democrat after all of this time. Apparently her team, including her dad, was very against this. And she like someone in the room was like, what if the president tweets out about this or like comes after you? And she says, fuck that. And it's just like, all right, hey, I don't know. I think from the reviews I read and like the moments that have been uh, written about in print, I'm excited for it. I think it can be intimate and interesting Mm -hmm. and show a new side of her even though I'm sure it's like very pro Taylor piece like it's not like we're gonna sure. be like <laughs> seeing like a complicated villain a villainess like yeah. I but I'm excited to see a little bit behind the curtain a little bit because she's you know become more and more distant from the press as the time has gone on and I think that's probably good for her personally but you know she talks about how during the 1989 tour she wasn't eating really and mm-hmm. she just was like you know I just realized you know, I shouldn't be feeling like I'm going to pass out in the middle of my concerts. And yeah. I realized that my body's a size six. And I mean, the 1989 tour, that was like peak Taylor I time. Know, like that I was, know. she was on top of she the was. world. She was. And so you, and, the, and obviously I knew she was thin, but I guess I just never considered the fact that there was like issues with eating happening because I, you know, I don't know her. I just, you know, mm-hmm. assume like that's her body or whatever. This new song. Yeah. Do you think it's something that she'll promote as like a, no, a single single because no. I, I, I like there's there's still singles to be had on there Lover. are and I heard what the new single is from Lover. Where, where first of all, where did you hear this and then tell me what the song? I is. heard I, I heard it on a radio forum because it's gone up that it's going for ads at okay. the end of the month. Okay, what do you think it is? Judging by my tone. <laughs> It's the man, isn't it? it is of man. course it's the man. I told you. I've told you for God knows how long that the man will be a single. It's a the bad. The straights love it. It's a bad choice. It's a bad choice. Cornelia Street. Is I like right. this. I like the song "The you Man" do. more than you do. Do you think it's the best choice? No, absolutely single? not in a million years. Off of Lover. Off of yes. Lover. Off of <laughs> Lover. Are you kidding? Off of Lover. Right. And I get. I get. We're making a point. She has a statement. She has a point of view. She's political these days. I love all of those things. But Cornelia Street's not going to promote itself. <laughs> I cruel think Summer he knows, is guys. cruel. The, the cruel fact that Cruel Summer, Summer has not been a single it's yet crazy. Is, the, is really, really offensive I know. because it's right I know. there. It's the it's, most obvious. It's like out of the woods. I it's know. like this is the. It, this is it. This I is know. it. I know. And I mean, I can it's wait. Maybe make it single four or whatever. But like, it, this, it would be single four because Lover's single three. Oh, so this is going to be single five. Yeah, because so single, single one was me, then it was you need to calm down, then it was lover. Are we counting me? <laughs> We're counting me. We're counting me. Mm. You can't spell awesome without me. Mm. Spelling was fun, but it's not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I liked that part of the well, song. And, I'm, and whenever I, it like, comes on my shuffle now, I'm always like, there's, there's empty space here. I need there screaming. Is. Spelling is. is fun. Um, Jessica Simpson is putting out a book. Entitled Open Book, which is cute. (laughs) (laughs) And it's a memoir tell-all. A couple of people are getting dragged, including John Mayer, who she says... What did Jessica Simpson and John Mayer do? They dated for a bit. Yes, apparently he started 
um, he got her number and started texting her intimate things while she was still married. And then as soon as she was divorced, he pounced and he and John Mayer, she's a Christian girl. I know. But uh, and then at some point they had broken up at this point. But at some point he had an interview with Playboy magazine and referred to Jessica Simpson as sexual napalm. What? So she did not like that. Of and course. And that was when it was really over, over. Um, oh, dear John. Yes. John, that's the thing. Is like, if you date John Mayer at this point. Yeah, there's too, there's like, too much. You just get on the internet. Google John Mayer girlfriend yeah. and like yeah. see what Jennifer Aniston and Taylor Swift and Katy Perry and fucking uh, Jessica Simpson have to say about him. And none of it's good. You're going to get this book, aren't you? Uh, of course. <laughs> I'm surprised I have not pre-ordered it because also someone that's getting dragged on this uh, is a, a an older man named Tommy Matola. Oh, okay. You are buying 10 copies. Oh, my God. And then, honestly, Tommy Matola needs to buckle in for like the memoirs that are coming for him this oh, year. Oh, man. Oof, this is not his year. Do you think Mariah's going to like post an Instagram picture of her like reading Jessica Simpson's book <laughs> and being like, oh, such a person. You're delving into your personal life, Jessica. You're so You're brave. You're so brave. Love you much. I would love that, but I don't foresee it, but I would love it. Um, Apparently, on Jessica Simpson's 17th birthday, she flew to New York for meetings with record labels, and she sang Amazing Grace for Tommy Matola at Columbia, and he wanted to sign me and then he said you gotta lose 15 pounds simpson was only 118 pounds Jeez. at the time and but she's i feel like she's kind of tall yeah i feel like she's, she's like a tall like, girl she's like not teeny tiny yeah. she's not like five foot nothing yeah so imagine you've auditioned to for a record label or for a fucking a show and like you are perfect for it they love you they think you're so talented and they say you have to lose 15 pounds just like, and it's like, and you're already hot. Yes, and it's, it's like, like I, I, I'm hot. I look already. Amazing. People love me. Yes. And then she said, by the time Irresistible, her second album came out, that she weighed, she had done it and weighed 103 pounds. Wow. And she was so unhappy and like that just was. I mean, it's just I, what a horrible. And for Jessica Simpson, she really, I remember she um was trying to get into Christian music for a while, like in the beginning, yeah. and Christian labels wouldn't sign her because they were like, your boobs are too big. People will think you're a whore. <laughs> I remember that from her behind the music because that was her dad being. <laughs> Like her boobs, it was just her <laughs> boobs. It's like okay. Oh, and her dad's gay too. Well, I don't know that we know that. Wait, I thought I thought he was like out. I, I thought it was like no, a thing. I don't. who's the who? What's the who's the famous person whose dad came out? I mean, his dad. They're now. Did the Lohan father come out? No. You're thinking of Jessica Simpson's father, but I don't think he's ever confirmed. Oh, it. I thought he like I thought it was confirmed. No, I point. think he's just he's. They're divorced, and he's very much. He hangs out with young model, young male models mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, he was and on. And it's like her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Only a gay father would would in public be like, "Oh yeah, my daughter's boobs. My daughter's, my daughter's boobs." boobs. Um, like, you know, straight guys like they would be like, "No one think of my daughter right, in that way." Exactly. You know? uh, but he was also on Vanderpump Rules. The little fact, oh, and he okay. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he did he he shot. Because he's now a photographer, I think, and he he did a photo shoot with Tom Sandoval. Oh, big fan! I'm big. I'm sure. Sure, he's a big big fan. So, is there any other news for idiots that we didn't go over this week? Um, Do you think? Don't think so. Don't think so. Okay, well, it's all just a blur to me. I love how like during the week I'm just like, oh, there's so much that's happened this week. I'm gonna like say this on the podcast. I'm gonna say this, and then we sit down, and I'm just like, I don't remember what I did this (laughs) week. I watched the two popes. Love Jonathan Price. Still counts. Still counts. Okay, well, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back with more two game ads. Hello, so we are back. I'm ready. Are you? Mm-mm. This is Email My Heart, the section of the podcast where we take some of the emails that you guys sent to us, which is twogaymats at gmail.com, two spell T-W-O, and we answer them or comment on them or look at them and laugh and go, ha, we love you all. <laughs> Excited. Uh, first question is from Alana. It's a really quick question. Hey, Matt's just a quick question. Matt Steele, can you reveal your full SAG ballot? Very curious to know what you voted for. I'm only going to talk about the movie ones because this is the only ones I care about. Uh, <laughs> um, voted for Parasite, which one? Voted for Renee. Voted for Adam Driver. Voted for uh, Joe Pesci. Voted for Laura Dern. 
quick answer. Love that. All right. Uh, next question is from Doni. Doni says, hey, Matt, there are certain songs we can all agree sound heavily inspired by an earlier song to a point where a writing credit might be appropriate. Bruno mm-hmm. Mars's Treasure and Breakbot's Baby, I'm Yours, Taylor Swift's Wildest Dreams and Lana Del Rey's Without You. But I find myself hearing similarities in songs that have yet to be scrutinized publicly, and it drives me crazy when other people don't hear it. Do you all have any similar experiences? Mine include the following. Taylor Swift, How to Get the Girl, Chorus, and Kesha, Your Love is My Drug, Bridge. And also, Love and Theft, Angel Eyes, and Monica, Angel of Mine. Angel of Mine. Oh, what a great song Angel of Mine is. Sorry. Yeah. I love it. Angel I Mine, love it. Yeah, but do you hear oh. Love and Theft, Angel Eyes in there? All right. Honestly, I love you for this email. I've definitely had these feelings. I don't know the other song in all of your comparisons. <laughs> Wait, you know How to Get the Girl and Your Love is My Drug. I do. I skip how to get the girl. I know that like, if you were to ask me to sing how to get the girl, I wouldn't be able to do it. I mean, and that's how it works. That's how to get the girl. I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I feel like we're unprepared for this. Let's- sing the bridge of your love is my drug. And that's what how to get the girl sounds like. Apparently. Um, I, well, I can't really name songs specifically, but I've told Matt Palmer this a bunch of times. I feel like writers use the melody line. Oh, the Sam Smith. Oh, the Sam Smith. <laughs> it's in a Alessia Cara song. Is it Scars You're Beautiful? Probably. Where that happens? Like I, but I feel like I, there are three other songs mm. that use that with the same vowel. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I feel like I hear it all the time. I mean, yes, I feel like there are definitely things that come up musically a lot, but I don't know. I feel like I'm a person who's very much like, I can see how it works a little differently in this song and like, sure, there are similarities, but I don't think it's the same. I'm usually on the side of like, this is a little different. Like, I still don't think that Blurred Line sound enough like that Marvin Gaye song for them to hand over all that money. Mm -hmm. It's just that like they were inspired by that other song and he mentioned it stupidly in some interview and they came for him and he lost millions of dollars. I just didn't like... I'm sure there are songs that sound kind of similar, but like, you know, how many melodies are there truly? How many? There, yeah, it's hard to have a completely different chord progression. Which, right. Especially in something like pop music. Right. Uh, but I mean, I can't believe you're not mentioning the obvious choice. Which is what? Uh, which is Express Yourself and Born This Way. Oh, I mean, well, that one I feel like we've discussed on. That is like <laughs> truly the same song. Like th- th- there are parts of Born This Way that are just exactly the same as express yourself. And I feel like sometimes I see people who are like, Oh, I can't actually hear the same, the similarities. And I was like, you're willingly not. Yeah, if you can't like, hear the similarities, you're those, you're cause crazy. it's not even just the music. It's not even just the chord progression. Some of like, some of the melodies are the exact same as express yourself. There's also and style and, uh, that one direction song. Um, uh, if you like them in trouble up in hotel rooms. Oh. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. It's like st- you, yeah, I remember you told me. You, I'm like, sure I them felt both this at the way. Same time. I, I, this is all I forget. This kind <laughs> of, this, I don't know. I don't mean to be rude about your question. I love your question, but this, these kind of similarities between two songs, I do think of them at one point, and they fall out of my head. It's like watching a season of Big Brother, and then immediately I'd forget all the people that were there. Yeah, but, but then the next season, everything just comes surging back. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Next question is from Edder. Edder uh, says that he uh, previ- we answered a previous email of his, an email my heart, and uh, we shaded him that he wrote a novel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He says, just kidding. We love you, Edder. We, we love do. You. We, we lo- do. We love the long emails because we love, you guys are pat and we love the details. Yes, and we love a novel. Yes. Um, I watched your review about Haley Reinhardt's discography, and I wanted to ask you, especially Matt Palmer, what's your opinion on Carrie Underwood? Underwood. Furthermore, do you listen to country? music or do you have any female country singer faves? I know Matt Palmer has mentioned Casey Musgraves before this and then there's Brandi Carlisle, Maren Morris and great singers from the 90s like Martina Bride and Faith Hill. Um, yeah, so uh, what are your thoughts on Carrie Underwood? I like Carrie Underwood a lot. Mm-hmm. I think she has several songs I really enjoy. I, uh, just a little known fact, uh, when I was at the Clive Davis Department of Recorded Music, we got to go to one of Clive Davis's like meetings at the label and this was the meeting where they were first playing songs from Carrie Underwood's then unreleased first album Mm -hmm. and so we heard like Jesus Take the Wheel we heard that one song about like when she was moving away from her family or whatever it was cute and we also heard Before He Cheats and like so there's this whole like row of uh, young people in the room which I guess they should just have every week because like all the songs came up we're like oh cool 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 and then Before He Cheats came up and we were all like oh yes (laughs) I feel like the A&Rs in the room could see us moving along to it and we're just like okay we need to think about Before He Cheats as a single and it's become her 
biggest hit. Um, but I think she definitely has put out a lot of amazing songs since then. What was that song that Car- uh, that uh, Kelly? As you say you'll call, but <gasps> I know you. Yeah, don't. It's, was it called Don't? I know no, you won't. I know you. Won't, I know you won't. Yeah. Um, I feel like she has several songs that I, I very much like. She has actually a song on her greatest hits. I really like Little Toy Guns. I think it's very good. Yeah, that's on the playlist that at work, so I hear it every. Do you? Day. Yeah, I, it's a good song. Yeah, I love it. Um, I think Blown Away I like as well. That title track. Uh, she every I feel like every album there's like a song of hers or song or two of hers that I like take and listen to and really enjoy. So of the people you named, I probably know the most of her music. Except there's some Shania Twain stuff I really like, and someone actually just sent us a Patreon message uh, hoping that we review "Come On Over," which was a gigantic album by Shania Twain in the '90s, featuring that don't impress me much and man, I feel like a woman. And I think that's a great idea because she's a person that I know a lot of her singles super well. Like even singles from that album up, I think are very good. One of them is one of my uh, wake up ringtones. Mm-hmm. And it's um. It only hurts when I'm breathing. I love it. <laughs> I know. I know absolutely nothing about. Shania really, Twain. She's literally a negative thing. Really, I, like nothing about. Well, Shania if Twain. you like uh, "You and I" by Lady Gaga and um, "Don't Let Me Be the Last to Know" by Britney Spears, okay, all of Shania Twain's music is produced by that producer Mutt Lang, who oh. was her production partner until, of course, he cheated on her with her best friend. Of course, yes, because <laughs> we can't trust any man. Because men are so, garbage. <laughs> um, speaking of Carrie Underwood, I mean, Carrie Underwood was just like on American Idol. It was literally the second she auditioned. It was like her. She's right. gonna win. Gonna like win. She, without hands down. But my favorite thing about Carrie Underwood is when uh, my friend was dating a guy, and uh, we were all in. In a room um, It was right before uh, Sound of Music With Carrie Underwood Was about to happen And we mm. were all just like Oh my god It's gonna be bad It's gonna be bad It's gonna be bad And everything And saying like Oh god I can't believe Carrie Underwood's playing Maria And my friend turns To his then boyfriend And mm. was just like You're a huge Carrie Underwood fan Aren't you? <laughs> like isn't Isn't that your number I one? I remember and we all t- And we all turned To his boyfriend And yelled at him We were just like We were just Talking shit about your number one. You need to fight for I her. Know. As a homosexual, you need to rip your shirt off and verbally assault us. Cause we, and we like Carrie Underwood. Yes, like, I but like we her were fine. we were like shading. That's her a the thing. Bit. It's and like so I, you gotta fight for your number one. And I'm a person who doesn't love to like, you know, get too aggressive or interact with people that I don't know that well. So I do get that. But if I was around a bunch of guys I didn't know and they were talking shit about Mariah Carey, yes. my head would spin around 180 degrees and be like, oh, Okay, well, this is why you're wrong, and let me go through all <laughs> of the go stats. Through the like, timeline. No, Let's go I won't the accept stats. this. I, if someone were to like walk up to me and be like, you know, Barbara Streisand's the only Dolly, I would. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. My, I would like collapse into the earth. I mean, yes, and let them know. That's the thing, because it's honestly, it just speaks to your loyalty. Yeah, like you have to say something. Yeah, if you see something, like, say no, something. No, you will not insult Carol Channing. Never legacy so close to her death and birthday. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I agree with that. Yes. Yes. So um so those were our uh emails. Yes. So um you know what? What? You're gonna give me a moment first. Oh, I don't you always make me go first. I mean, I came up with a lot of the news items, so there's a lot of work on my end. You just have to read emails for your section. So again, Matt Steele. Oh, this is what so has rude been and he's giving you right, isn't he? <laughs> he is. What has been giving you moments? You. Um, so a friend of mine. You know, we talk about music and uh, I was telling him how much I love Robin and he didn't know any Robin. He thought that the only Robin. A a friend of yours? A friend of mine. To quote To quote Hillary Clinton This week I'm not gonna talk about it We're still early In the primary So So um, uh, A friend of mine I was like Okay well you need to know More about Robin Because you cannot Just only Know Show me love Because there is A world out there Uh, So I made him An hour long Robin playlist Oh my god And he listened To the whole thing Like a good friend And uh, (laughs) And uh, So then he was like Okay well I And and he's very much into country music. Mm. And so he's like, okay, well, I'm going to make you a country playlist. And proceeded to t- send me a three-hour long country playlist. Oh my God. And I'm Have you made of, it through? I made it through the whole thing. I wow. Whole what a thing. good And this isn't friend. like Carrie Underwood pop country. Like, this is like, this, I mean, there's some like pop country in there. But this is like, we're like, like plunking a string on a washboard, some of it. And it's real fun. <laughs> God. Uh, you know, there's some like Roger Miller who wrote the musical Big River, which I'm a huge fan of Big River. So um, I liked some of that and everything. Thing. 
Um, so I'm basically just going to go through like my favorite songs. on this. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Here we go. Um, so I'm going to start first and foremost. There is one song that is so excellent and I can't find it. I'm going, Oh, it's called sold by John Michael Montgomery. Girl, it's real problematic. It's about buying a girl at an auction. But <laughs> to God. quote Matt Palmer, what are you doing? In our uh, bad songs that are that we love video. But the melody's great. <laughs> like it is <laughs> such a slapper, such a jam. I absolutely mm. love it. And you know, I actually honestly had a really nice time listening to this playlist because I, even though I'm not a huge country music person. I don't care about your boots. Don't care about your trucks. I don't care about your iced teas. They they talk about. I there were literally four songs on there where a guy referenced a girl getting him an iced tea. That's interesting. They love girls getting a iced tea. I didn't think of that as a trope, but I mean, it it's, makes I, sense. Hey, you're the one from the south. Like, I <laughs> is that something that guys like? I don't know. But there were some really lovely songs, and it was really lovely listening to it because country music, like musical theater, there are a lot of storytelling aspects to Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And so it's really easy to follow, even if the content is not necessarily something that I can overly relate to. Right. So there's really some beautiful things. There's a song called Cost of Living by Ronnie Dunn that I'm just like, yes, I listen to uh, Reba's um, Fancy which is a song I never heard. Before. I've heard of that song. I don't think I've ever listened. It's to a it. masterpiece. Okay. Excellent. 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 Um, there's one song on there. <laughs> okay. Um, who is the singer? Brad Paisley. It's a song called Ticks. You. This was giving me a, a not great moment. Okay. It's, it's uh, everything about it. I found offensive. Ah! Uh, uh, basically, there were parts where it's just like, oh, I've, you're putting that bottle up to your lips and I'm jealous of that bottle. Ew, and, disgusting. And, and the chorus is like, I want to take you out walking in the sticks. I want to, I don't know these, if these are the right words, but something I want to go through the wildflowers and I want to check you for tips. Nope. <laughs> yep. Nope. And nope, I was like, nope, nope. Ah, no, no, no. Like, I don't accept that. I, I thought that I hated sexual euphemisms about food and eating. This is worse than oh, that. A thousand percent. And as a New Jerseyan, where ticks are a problem, oh, God. I was very offended. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's nothing sexy. It's, checking for ticks is very serious. That's true. Yeah. But but just <laughs> yes, that that euphemism was a little much That's for me, but disgusting. overall I had a lovely time listening. I'm glad. Delving into this new world of, right. of country music. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah, it um, is beautiful. Well, it? you know what's been giving me moments this weekend? What? You're giving me a look kind of like you're giving me like kind of like a flirty look. It's not flirty. Okay. Um I wouldn't want to, you know, step on your friend's toes. Um, but I um <laughs> Um, so the Real Housewives of Orange County has been on for 14 seasons. And if I'm being truthful, I've never truly gotten into the Real Housewives of Orange County. It, I My door into Housewives was New York primarily. And then I got into Atlanta, Jersey, everything else I've had moments with. And OC, I, they were just all so blonde. And I just like, and they were just, I don't know. They just seemed a little tacky. I don't know. For some reason, I just never really took to them. I've watched several of their reunions because even if you don't watch the season of the show, watching the reunions are great. I definitely watched the reunion when um, one of Vicki Gunvalson, who was in, on the first season, I think by season eight or nine, she was dating a man named Brooks, who was a swindler. And uh, he <laughs> was a swindler. He was a swindler and he faked having cancer, which another housewife found out by her detective work icon. Iconic. <laughs> Megan King Edmonds, we love. Um, so, but Vicki essentially has been on that show for 14 years in a row and she. I assume she I, of the moments I've seen spliced together, she has moments where she's Ramona esque in her horribleness, and oh, then it's entertaining, and she's like a screamer, and she's just like, "You're my sister, you're my soul sister," like screaming in people's faces while wearing a costume, you know, like very funny stuff. Yeah. In this last reunion, I saw I've never seen a more vile housewife. She's telling this new housewife on the show that she hates her because she. Uh, in her relationship and her marriage, which is, I don't even know if it's open, but they basically, they have threesomes. And she talks about how Bronwyn's like, oh yeah, I have threesomes. And like, we invite girls into our bedroom. I'm bisexual. I kiss girls. And Vicky's like, you have declassed this show. You've brought it down. And by this point, by the way, Vicky has been demoted to friend of housewife. Oh, She's Vicky. not even a real housewife. And it's so, but she thinks that this woman kissing other room woman has declassed the show. They, they run around naked every single season, jumping into hot tubs. You faked having cancer. Your boyfriend faked having cancer and you backed him up and you think this girl kissing another girl is declassing the 
show. Like Vicky, jump off a freaking bridge. She just is so vile and like went on and on about how disgusting she found women kissing women to be. She also, during the season, they went to like a drag performance. She's like, I don't get the drags. Sorry, drags. I don't get them. I don't like, get your drags. It's calling just them drags. Calling them drags. And that's like, kind of funny. <laughs> that's the thing. Is it's funny? Except she's truly horrible. And even on the show, she's like, Andy, you need to, for, you always forget. You never give me the credit I deserve. Like, I built this from the ground up. I didn't even have to audition for the show. I didn't have to make an audition tape. And the best is like, she'll lie, much like Ramona, then cut to her audition tape. <laughs> like, she's just a full fledged liar and like a homophobe. And I've very rarely seen a housewife get completely hung out to dry like this on a reunion except since Phaedra uh, like accused uh, Candy. I of, remember you watching it that. W- the, I, excuse me one second. I have to sneeze. Oh, I, just, I lost it. God! <laughs> I hate that. I hate losing a it's sneeze. Awful. I'm so sorry. I know. I'm sorry too. <laughs> quote Taylor Swift. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Uh, uh, Phaedra. The, the oh yes. Phaedra when they announced that the Atlanta reunion that season was going to be four parts. I was like are you kidding me? Four part reunion. We don't need this. And at the end of the third part it came out that Phaedra was the one that told Portia that Candy was going to try to drug and rape her. And again the episode four was just all about Phaedra not defending herself about that ever since then they always want to keep the door kind of cracked for mm-hmm. the housewife to come back but they were showing Vicky at her absolute worst once since she was a friend of housewife she didn't get to sit out on the couch all the time so she gets kicked off they film her in her dressing room talking so badly about everyone she's like I built this shot from the ground up and Bradwin's such a pig she's like <laughs> and they show her doing this she's screaming at PAs like she's just a true monster and it finally was announced that after 14 seasons she has been fired from the Real Housewives of Orange wow. County. I am thrilled. Also, her friend, who's equally terrible, but like has only been on for 12 years in a row, got fired as well. And it's like this, I've so rarely have I seen people want someone off a show. Like they have been like, Tamara is the worst person I've ever seen. She cannot be on my television again. And they did the right thing. They're cleaning house over there. It's going to be a whole new show. Maybe I'll even start watching. Yeah, <laughs> like, like what if like the people they get are like now boring? I mean, like, remember at, when they got a whole bunch of new New York, New York housewives or LA? What was it? Was it? New York. Hills or it was New York. New York. And you were just like, they're boring. <laughs> I mean, I did, but then I, I miss Heather Thompson a lot. <laughs> Holla actually. And then I grew to love, you know, I love Carol. So yeah, Carol grew on me. So she was one of the boring new people. So yeah. I just have to, anytime, a, a new housewife comes on screen you're like I don't like her but then they grow on you and you grow to love them so long story short I feel like Housewives of OC has a chance next season because the people that are truly vile and like have been just sinking the show with their negativity are now gone and I can't wait to see the new people that come up I can't wait to see Shannon who they were like the Trace Amigas is what they called themselves these three white women it's like oh. but now that Shannon is the only Amiga left she's gonna have to make new alliances with people that she's been being such a bitch to all this time so I'm excited to see what's gonna happen I'm excited the door is open for Real Housewives of OC the yes. door is open now for country for me <laughs> yes. we are both giving white people a chance we in 2020. are that's what we're doing our 2020 plan is open our hearts to white people that we've formally cast aside <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh is there anything else you want to tell the people that you know check yourself for, for ticks ew gross um, well thank you guys so much for listening make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Matt Palmer Music and uh, it's Matt Steele and 2Gay Matts for both of us go to patreon.com slash 2Gay Matts for extra bonus podcasts from us every single week week and youtube.com slash 2 mats for our grammy deep dive which is up now so cool 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 we love you thank sick. you for listening it's been so sick and we'll talk to you soon bye, bye.